welcome to Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. This summer, we're excited to continue releasing weekly episodes, but they may be shorter due to our summertime constraints. Thanks for joining us for some magical summer fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of A Spoonful of Sugar. This is Amy speaking, and I am bringing you the second half of my trip report to Disney World and my stays for days five, six, and seven of our trip. So let's start with day five. And day five was a great day. We started off the morning at Magic Kingdom. And we had fast passes right away for Jungle Cruise, Pirates, and Haunted Mansion. So those were all, went really well, great rides. Haunted Mansion was up and running. Sometimes that ride is known to shut down for periods of time, but everything was going nice and smoothly. And we had a lunch reservation for Be Our Guest at 1225 which was perfect because we were getting it was getting really hot at that point in the day and it was nice to just kind of go in sit down in some air conditioning cool down for a little bit and of course some nourishment so I had coke au vin for lunch with a fancy red wine and that was delicious and it just hit the spot so that was great i would highly recommend lunch reservations at be our guest if you can get them we've done both breakfast and lunch at be our guest and i think as far as the pricing goes if you're paying out of pocket that the lunch reservation is definitely worth your money. The breakfast, in my opinion, is way overpriced. And at that point of the day, I'm not sure if you really need a break yet because you're just up and getting running. But as far as lunch goes, I would definitely book there. And the other thing I would mention if you haven't done this yet is to pre-order your meal online before you even go to the parks. It saves you a ton of time, so when you get to be our guest, if you've pre-ordered, they give you a little pager, and you get to move all the way over to the left, check in, and they start preparing your order right away. If you have not pre-ordered your food, that's fine. You still need a reservation to eat there, but the line gets really long, and it's standing all the way out across the bridge in the hot, hot sun. So save yourself a little time and just hot and sweatiness of standing there by pre-ordering your meal if you can. All right, so that brings us to the afternoon. After Be Our Guest, we came back to the to the resort, Pop Century, took a little bit of an afternoon siesta, and then we headed out that night to our ADR, which is Advanced Dining Reservation for San Angel in Mexico in Epcot. And that was really good. I had some sort of like braised beef, pulled braised beef, like tacos. They were okay, nothing I would like write home about. I'd probably order something different next time. But what was delicious that I would definitely rave about would be they had an avocado margarita there, which sounds 
It doesn't sound that great, but it was, oh my gosh, it was the best drink I've had in my entire life. I think it was called Cava de Avocado or something like that. It was so, like the avocado, it, the taste didn't really come through, but it gave it like this creamy texture and it was, oh my gosh, so, so, so good. And then also, for dessert there, they had a chocolate mousse that was gluten-free and it was so, 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 so good. Oh my goodness. So that was our dinner. And then after dinner we had, um, I was able to get a fast pass for Soren and, and then Mission Space and then Spaceship Earth. So we stayed until closing that night just doing all of our fast passes and did a little shopping in Mouse Gears on our way out. So that was a great day. All in all, we had a great morning at Magic Kingdom and a great evening at Epcot. So then that brings us to day six of our trip. And day six was great. We started off the morning at Typhoon Lagoon. And this water park I had mentioned on our previous episode was the first time I had been there so now this is, would be our second time we've gone to Typhoon Lagoon and we were actually able to get a picture there because there was one fast pass photographer so that was great and we went on a bunch of rides at Typhoon Lagoon while well, we started the morning in the big big wave pool that was fun and then we went on a couple of tube rides we went on a raft ride and the best ride in my opinion was the crush and gusher which is basically i would define it as like a water coaster because it's you get in a raft it's a two-person raft they do have single rider available as well it's basically like a tube slide, but it has sections where there's like these roller things and it speeds you up along the way. So again, I would probably define that as a water coaster. So we went on that a couple of times and there actually is one lane that does have a photo fat photo pass photographer at the end of it who will capture your picture on the way out of the tube slide. So that was pretty fun. And also, I love the quick service at Typhoon Lagoon. I got a salad, which is really good, and they have a tropical hurricane lemonade, which is delicious. And just when you're all hot and sweaty and sticky, you just need that like good frozen drink to help cool you down a little bit. So that's exactly what that did. And then we headed back to the room after Typhoon Lagoon, probably around like two o'clock in the afternoon or so to just take showers and change, get ready for evening theme parks. So we got back to the room and we had noticed we had declined mousekeeping services and you actually get a credit to your room if you if you want to decline the services. So I'm, I'm a very neat, organized person, and so I don't necessarily need mousekeeping. So we had declined that at the beginning of the trip. However, our garbage was like overflowing with all kinds of stuff. So we had called the front desk the day before to just see if they could bring us fresh towels and pick up our garbage. So when we got back to the room that afternoon after Typhoon Lagoon, we had noticed that the recycling had been taken out, but the garbages had been left. However, along with the recycling, a bag next to it, which contained my shoes, had also been taken. And I hadn't noticed until the day after because I had been wearing sandals the whole time. So 
you know, I was like, hey, what happened to that bag with my shoes? I don't know, where did you put it? Well, it was right here and we looked everywhere and, and it had been taken out with the recycling. So in normal life, I would just call that a loss and count that as a loss and just move on. But in Disney, you know, I was like, well, let's just call the front desk just to let them know because they are really good about their customer service. And it was the only pair of shoes that I brought for the trip. And so they, we called the front desk, they transferred us to the head of housekeeping and they were very, very accommodating, asked how much you know I had paid for the shoes and was able to credit that amount back onto our account so now when I get home I can go out and buy myself a new pair of Skechers <laughs> so that was a little bit of a disappointment because now I don't have shoes on my trip just a couple of pairs of sandals which I've been you know getting along with okay but man I really needed some shoes because I'm getting some blisters here anyways that was very nice of them to go ahead and credit our account so I am grateful for that after we showered from Typhoon Lagoon got nice and fresh and then head out that evening to go to Animal Kingdom we had a great night at Animal Kingdom uh, we didn't have any ADRs at Animal Kingdom it was mostly just fast passes that I had booked for that evening. I was able to get a flight of passage fast pass, which is probably my all-time favorite ride at Disney at this point. And also Kilimanjaro Safari and Mount Everest. So we did all those rides. And in addition, we have, we had no, we're getting towards the end of our trip here. So we have no quick service meals left, but we have a ton of snack credits left. So what we did is we headed over to Flame Tree Barbecue, and they have for a snack credit their pulled pork and cheese fries at Flame Tree Barbecue, and they are so good. They filled us up. I partnered that later with a Simba Sunset, which is essentially like a Dole Whip with strawberry filling, or not filling, strawberry, I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> like the strawberry sauce that they put on top of a sundae but they mix it with the Dole Whip so it's all swirled together and it was so good. So we had some delicious things to eat over at Animal Kingdom. And as a nice surprise, right before we were able to leave that evening, I was able to snag a fast pass for Navi River Journey, which was nice. Um, so we went on that and finished the, the evening there and head back to the hotel or the resort for that evening and finished up a great day six. All right, everybody, so that brings us to day seven, our last day at Disney World of our trip. And day seven, let's see. So this was our checkout day, obviously. And the different thing about checkout this time was that they were able to provide us with boarding passes that were hanging on our door, much like the, the day before, they hang Magical Express information on your doorknob telling you if you're taking the Magical Express home, when you should be there at your stop so that you make your Magical Express. Usually it's three hours before your flight leaves. So we did get that the day before on day six, and then the morning of day seven, we had hanging on our door our boarding passes, which previously we've when you do airline check-in at the resort, if you are flying one of the airlines, there are several that, that you can go ahead and 
print out your boarding passes and pre-check in your bags and all that good stuff. Usually we would get our boarding passes right there when we check in our luggage and print tags for that as well. Uh, however, I think Disney is just really streamlining this process because they know that if you're flying out of one of these particular airlines, you're going to need a to print your boarding pass anyway. So they're, they went ahead and did that for us and had our boarding passes hanging on our door that morning. So that was actually really nice. You do still have to go down and check in all your suitcases, any bags that you want to fly directly to your hometown, or you can also check in bags and or backpacks like we did with Bell Services. If you're planning on having a full day in the parks like we did, you don't want to be hauling that stuff around with you, so you can check that in at Bell Services and pick those items up before you board the Magical Express to have with you for your flight. So once we got through all of that rigmarole, we were heading to Magic Kingdom for our last day, and we had an advanced dining reservation at Skipper Canteen for lunch, a late lunch, and it was great. I've never eaten there before. It is kind of themed along with the river cruise, the jungle, the jungle cruise, I should say, and it ha the servers kind of have that same <laughs> kind of sense of humor, those like dry jokes, those punny jokes that they tell. So it was a really fun atmosphere, same kind of decor, kind of that feel of you are on a an exotic expedition in the restaurant. And so Chad and I both had the dish called Tastes Like Chicken because it is and it was very good. I would highly recommend it. And for my dessert, I had quicksand, which was basically kind of like a rice pudding and it had like lemon pudding on top and then this fancy gluten-free like wafer type thing on top of that with a sauce and it was it was very good. And then Chad had something called, oh my gosh, I'm gonna totally butcher this. I'm not even gonna say the name of it, but it was like some chocolatey cake type thing. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Oh, and I do wanna mention before we ate at Skipper Canteen, we had done something at Magic Kingdom that I've actually never done before. And that was the ferry boat that actually you get on at Liberty Square and it kind of takes you in a big loop around that river. You go past Tom Sawyer's Island, you go past Haunted Mansion. And there is some narration on the ferry boat tour, but if you're sitting by the smokestack, it's very hard to hear it because you hear like the steamy smokestack is very loud. So if you want to hear the, the actual narration, I would sit away from the smokestack. The other thing I will mention is there's not a lot of shade on that ferry boat and it's very hot and you're not going fast enough for a breeze at all. It's very slow moving. So try to board early if you can, just at least so you get a shady spot so you're not standing in the roasting sun the whole time. But it is a nice leisurely ride. It takes about 20 minutes to get around and it's pretty centrally located. So if you're looking for something to do, if you need to kill a little time like we were right before we had our lunch reservations, it was the perfect thing for us to do. 
So then after lunch, we had three fast passes lined up for all of the mountains. So we did Splash Mountain, we did Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and we did Space Mountain. And so that was fun. On our last day, we conquered all the mountains. So our last fast pass was for Space Mountain. And so we were in the Tomorrowland area and I was able to snag a couple more fast passes in that area just because we were gonna have to head out soon for our Tragical Express. So I was able to book a couple extra fast passes. We did Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin and we did Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, which is always funny. And then right before we left, we had some snack credits to use up. So we stopped in the confectionery on Main Street and we loaded up with a bunch of snacks, all of which needed to withstand the heat and not melt on our bus ride back or get squished in the plane ride. Um, so we tried to avoid anything like chocolatey, but other than that, we had a bunch of stuff that we could choose from in the confectionery. So we loaded up there and then we left to go back to Pop and use up just a couple more snack credits at Pop to get something to eat before we headed on the Tragical Express back to the airport for our flight home. So we had a very late flight back. We didn't get home until about one o'clock in the morning, but I always kind of like the later flights because you can have a full last day at Disney and just really make the most of your trip. So I guess just to kind of give you a little bit of like the best and worst of this whole vacation. Well, let's start with the worst because I want to end with the best note. So I guess the worst I would have to say would be the heat because of course this trip is in July. We've never been to Disney World in the summer and I did know that we would probably be facing, you know, a lot of heat and humidity down in Orlando. So we did prepare for it. We had cooling towels. We had tons of water bottles that we even brought with us and we're bringing into the parks. So just, you have to just be prepared for it and know that it's gonna be there. And then also just make the best use of like air conditioned attractions too. We did a lot of like indoor attractions when we could that we would probably normally pass up. We did Tiki Room, we did Hall of Presidents. What else did we do? A Pirates of the Caribbean has a nice long inside queue that's nice and cool down in there. So just try to get the most air conditioning that you can. So that was the worst, but we were prepared for it again as best we could. All right, now let's end with the best of this trip. And in my opinion, the best thing about this trip was that we actually did the standard dining plan which we've never done before because we are frugal so we usually do everything quick service but since it was our special anniversary trip and we didn't have the kids with us you know we did want to do some nicer sit down meals so it was worth it to us to get the dining plan especially since that includes alcoholic beverages so if you're having an adult trip with you know grown-ups it, it does make more sense if you're going to be ordering those kind of drinks anyways to have those included in the dining plan of course every family is different so you kind of want to do the math before you leave to figure out is a dining plan worth it for you or not and we kind of thought that you know this was a great idea for this particular trip but when we're down there with our boys in Disney World 
we are just gonna stick with quick service because they are picky eaters they'd rather be going on the attractions anyway and we did find ourselves having to kind of plan around some of our fast passes sometimes in order to accommodate the driving so that just about wraps it up for our July 2019 trip we had a great time and thank you so much for following along with us and i hope you guys all have a very very magical day bye Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. Spoonful out.